right before we sat down to record, I realized that I was in 15 minutes into the wrong washing machine cycle. What, so is that? what does that mean? I put a delicate load into the washer, did like the delicate detergent, whatever. Then I hit the start button. Yeah. But it was set on normal. Yes. Not delicate. It was a delicate load and everything in there had to be washed on delicate. So I don't know. Like I realized it 15 minutes into, into like a 45 minute cycle. So I'm wondering if I ruined everything in there or if I caught it in time. Did, I, I think the issue, the biggest issue would be water temperature. Well, and the temperature is fine because, because our normal is cold. So that's fine. But like what part of the cycle makes it not delicate enough for what I have in there? I don't even know. The swishy, swishy part. But I don't think the our- The swishy, swishy part like with the water pressure? No, I think- our washing machine, I still don't know how our washing machine washes clothes because when, like my washing machines, like when I grew up or whatever, or up until this one had a big thing in the middle, mm -hmm. like a blade. I don't know what it's called, but a thing that sticks up in the middle. Mm -hmm. And then you would put the clothes in there. And then that that blade would like swish back and forth and it was all getting swished around in there. Mm -hmm. And that's how they would get clean because they were getting swished. Okay. Our washing machine is just a tub and there's not a thing. There's not a swishy, swishy thing. So I have no idea how, like I don't really, like the front loading washing machines, like they tumble it like a, like a dryer, right? So there's a swishy, mm -hmm. swishy thing there. I have no idea how our washing machine cleans clothes. You know what else I was thinking as you were saying that? You know what would be a genius? Well, a it already it already exists. What a what washer and dryer. A washer and dryer is one. No. Oh. What I was gonna say is it would be super awesome if the washer. Yep. You could take out the basket part. And like put it in your closet. So if that was like your hamper and then you just took it out and stuck put the, the whole, whole thing. thing in there. That's brilliant. Isn't that awesome? I mean, they may have that. Who knows? It's, it, you know, it sounds very like te technologically advanced, but I, w I would buy that. To answer your original question, because our washing machine doesn't have one of those center post swishy, swishy things. I don't think that you're, if the temperature, water temperature is the same. I just think it's like a length of time thing. Yeah. Like I, I hope so. Cause I washed like two silk pillowcases, a silk eye mask and like all of my PJs. Yeah. And they're fine. I'm a little worried. That's fine. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Tuesday, April 26th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for our washing machine. Even though it doesn't have a swishy, swishy thing, I'm not afraid to admit that I'm a washing machine snob. So much so that in the house that we are 
currently living in and about to move out of, there was a washer and dryer. It came with a washer and dryer and we used it for like two weeks. We hated it. And, and I just didn't, I did not, it was not doing a good enough job for me. And it was a front front loader one. And we didn't know how to, like it started to smell. And apparently there's things you have to do that we didn't know how to do. So we swapped out the washer and dryer for our washer and dryer that we own that we're in storage. So now we're going to have to, I didn't really think this through, but now when we move out, we're going to have to move the landlord's washer and dryer back in here. Mm-hmm. But, which is going to be a huge pain in the butt, but uh, I'm grateful for um, for my washer, our washer, the <laughs> washer. I'm grateful for the washing machine that I own, that my we name, own, our washing machine. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for our back patio. $44 billion with a B. That is what Elon Musk paid for Twitter. Cash. $44 billion. Was it cash? Yeah. He paid, I just, I saw the story, like 15, like, I, I mean, it's been a story all day, but I just saw like the headlines, 44 billion. Now this is something I don't really understand. So when you're, when people like that say cash, is it like you just have that much in your bank account and you like more or less transfer Like, I would like to know what the process. You pay it. Of PayPaling four hundred Venmo, Venmo, whatever one he owns. Does can, he own one? Can you cash app? Cash app me forty four mil bill, forty four billion. But surely you don't pay. Do you pay the whole thing up front? I would imagine, at that level, like there are books, like three ring binders, as. Thick as it's Elon Musk. I don't think he has binders, but continue. No, but you know what I'm talking about? Like, like books is as, as big as like a ceremonial Bible. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like as long as your arm and, and five inches thick, there's probably 50 of them that have like tax loopholes or protections and finance fees and all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. in, in there. So I can't imagine he's just going to write a check, you know, like I'm just fascinated. I mean, you know, like I, I yeah. Anytime but, I bring in a bonus check, my bank is like, right. Oh, we got to check this out. Got to go through three layers here. It'll be four weeks before we can deposit it into your account. So I just can't imagine. This is totally unrelated, but I can't remember you. And this may have never, ever been a thing for you. Did you ever write a paper check in a retail store? In a retail store? No. Yes. You mm -hmm. never have? Nope. So funny. Because I was about to make a joke. When you used to write a check in a retail store, they would ask for your driver's license mm -hmm. and they would write on the face of the check somewhere, um, I think your driver's license number mm -hmm. and then your date of birth or something, some sort of identity verification number in case the check bounced. They have something to track you down by, I mm -hmm. guess. So I was about to make a joke about Elon Musk having to present his driver's license mm -hmm. to write the check for $44 billion. 
But then I thought nobody would get it because I'm that old. We were at the beach one time and this is something that I saw that I was like, wow, like I think it was, and I know that people have billions of dollars, right? I, I understand the concept that people have a lot of money, but I remember one time Jeff and I were at the beach and we went perusing through like a really fancy store. I think it was like Cartier or something like that. Not that we can afford anything in there, but like, it's fun to peruse and just like, it was good people watching. We'll just say that. We didn't go in there thinking, oh, let's see if we can buy something. We went in there being like, oh my gosh, let's go watch rich people buy crazy things. And there was, I don't know. You and, I'll tell you what, and I'll tell you what, your, your old Navy flip-flops will never sound louder than when you're walking through like a Cartier store on a Caribbean yeah. yeah, in a Caribbean tourist destination. So we walk in there and Jeff, I don't know if you remember this or not, but there was a woman in there and she wasn't like on a mission. She was just like, oh my gosh, that watch is so cute. And they like took it out of the case or whatever. And she tried it on. She's like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I definitely need it. And it was a $60,000 watch. Yeah. And it was, she was buying that. Like I would buy like a pair of New Balance sneakers. Like. Right. I remember in that moment very clearly, and I was in my 30s, early 30s when I saw this. And I'm just like, that is just a different level of like wealth that I just can't even if you're, wrap it, my brain around. If you're able to make a purchase like that without flinching, like that has to be generational money because. And or you, know, you invented Amazon. Yeah, see, because Elon Musk, did he come from money? I don't I know he think grew up. So. He was born in South Africa. I don't think he was like poor, but I definitely don't think his his family is like because I I think if I won the, the Powerball or the Mega Millions tomorrow for a hundred million dollars, even 10 million, I still think. I would have to think about purchasing a $60,000 watch. I'd be like, you know what? Let me think about it. I'll come back next Tuesday. Is this going on sale anytime soon? Right. Do you do coupons like Bed Bath & Beyond? You know, right. if I open a credit card, do I get 10% off? Like yeah. what's, what's the, when's the, when's the Macy's one day sale? So that's my, anyways, congratulations Elon Musk. I feel like I owe you a little bit of an apology, maybe a big apology. Oh, I no. feel like I have been kind of a jerk the past week and I feel a little <laughs> bit as though, so I'm sorry for that. And I feel like you and I are a little bit like on each other's nerves, but not because of things we're doing. I feel like we're both just short because there's a lot going on. All right. Two things. Did you hear the voicemails at the end of yesterday's show? No. Did they say I was mean? No. The very first one said that they wanted to punch me because <gasps> I, I've been mean to you, which I don't, maybe <laughs> I, so maybe I'm, and two, I was like, like, I really, I had to think about it. I'm like, when have I been mean to her? Like, when did I, when, so I couldn't really put my finger on it, but now you bring this up. I don't feel, I don't, one, I don't think you've been mean to me. Really? I feel like I've been pretty short with you, but I do feel like we've hit the point in our relationship where when there's a lot going on and we're both a little short, we both know not to take it personally. Like, okay. You don't think so? No, I don't think that you've been short with me. And I also don't feel like we're on each other's nerves, but now you're bringing it up. And then there's people mm -hmm. threatening me with violence. So <laughs> they threaten you with violence. They want to punch me in the face. 
Oh, I want to yeah. punch you for being mean to Callie, they said. So m- maybe I'm missing something. Is I don't it- know. I just feel like it's kind of a high stress time. I definitely have been short with you. I'm glad you haven't noticed. <laughs> when were you short with me? Can I have examples so I can be on the lookout for it? Um, You were trying to talk to me about something last weekend and you're like, oh my God, will you like, let me fit? I was getting, you're like, why are you so annoyed right now? Do you remember you were sitting on the couch and I was sitting in the chair? I'm like, I don't know. I just really want this conversation to hurry up. Like member well, and yeah, you're like. That's probably just me over, like I use too many words. Yeah. I don't think so. Uh, I, well, apology accepted, even though I don't think it was warranted. And I'm surprised that you don't agree with me that things are kind of stressful and we're both a little short right now. I don't feel like we're short. I just feel like there's a lot going on, but there's just always stuff. Let me rewind. I don't feel stress necessarily, but there are a lot of balls in the air and I'm just worried we're not going to catch them all. No, then they fall on the ground, they bounce, we catch them on the bounce. Okay. Like, I just, as long as it doesn't have to do with Ellie, like, we can let some things about, like, we're, you know. Even her, she'll bounce. Like, Hmm. she, she, the the babies are resilient. I've got this whole new, like, I got all philosophical yesterday when you had to, you were going somewhere, you and Ellie were going to run an errand. And you had to run back inside. Mm-hmm. So he asked me to to watch her for a second. And she just started walking up the hill, like the driveway behind our house. And she fell like two or three times. And at one point, she just walked in a circle for whatever reason, like a drunk person would leaving a bar. She just, just, I think her balance just got off. So she just went with it to the Mm -hmm. right and just kind of did a loop and just kept going and then picked it right back up and kept going. And I'm like, I think just, this is going to sound so cheesy, but there are so many times that I, or that we, that adults, that people in the world define their day or, and it's funny that I'm saying it like this because the next thing I want to talk about is, is something that I screwed up yesterday, but who define periods in their time by the stumbles. But if you watch Ellie, nothing about her little five minute long adventure while you were looking for your wallet or whatever was defined by the stumble. Like she wanted to see, she was walking towards a rock. Mm-hmm. Like she wanted to see this little garden that, and there was a rock and the rock had like some flowering weeds growing out of it. And I watched her laser focus on it. And when she got to that rock, she put her hands on it. It was warm from the sun. And she like put both of her hands on it. And she was so happy that she had made it. Then she took my hand. She does this such a cute little thing where she grabbed my finger and pulled it over so I could feel how warm the rock was. And then when I touched it, she looked at me and she was like, isn't this great? And I was just like, nothing about that little adventure was defined by her stumbles. Right. It was all about the destination. So I think that I probably am worried about balls being dropped. 
But I also think that I'm reassured that when they drop, we're just going to get up and keep going. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I spent, I spent so much of my life, like truly up to this point, just waiting for, or just worried that a ball is going to drop and then there's no recovery. And there's no recovery. And then we're just going to be, then it's just going to be a ball on the ground rolling down the hill into the, you know, sewage drainage ditch and floating out to the poop ocean. Mm-hmm. You know, that doesn't happen. Right. It just doesn't happen. Like you just get up and you go kind of like our show close this month. This too shall pass. So no matter what it is. So anyways, now I'm not going to, I was going to talk about yeah. Well, I'll talk about it quickly, but I don't want to like, I don't know. Now I feel like I have to talk about it because I said I was going to talk about it, but I was just going to bring up a funny story about how yesterday I was trying to be super productive. So I hand, I made a list of like four things that I had to do that had like time stamps on them. Mm -hmm. And I screwed up the time. The only one that was like a hard appointment, it was from 1.30 to 2. And for whatever reason, I wrote the time as 2 to 1.30 on my handwritten list. That's so weird. Yeah. So uh, at 2, I was all proud of myself. And I'm like, oh, I've had my phone off all day. Let me look at my post-it. Oh, 2 o'clock. Let me turn my phone on. And then I had text messages from everybody on the call going, hey, where are you? Oh, that sucks. But guess what? Guess what? I just got up. And I walked to the warm rock and I put my hands on it. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. Once upon a time, I moved into an igloo. All my friends came over for a housewarming party and I ended up homeless. I wish I had a book full of stories from my great-grandparents, my grandparents, and, of course, my mom, who passed away a couple of years ago. That would have been amazing, not only for me, but for me to pass down to Ellie. Unfortunately, StoryWorth didn't exist generations ago. If it did, 100% would have gotten a subscription for all the important women in my life. StoryWorth is an online service that delivers via email thought-provoking questions to the important people in your life. They answer these questions and combine all of the responses into an actual printed book that you can hold and read, share with your family, and pass down through generations. StoryWorth is an amazing gift for Mother's Day, which is coming up sooner than you might think. And right now, for a limited time, you can save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com slash upside. That's S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H dot com slash upside. Save $10 on your first purchase at storyworth.com slash upside. Snow Day's Pizza Bites are the delicious pizza bites we ate as kids, but without all of the junk in them. And let me tell you, they are absolutely delicious. They're doing a limited run on a new flavor, and they're only selling them to those of us with access to a hidden link, and that's us, which is super 
Cool. The new flavor is taco, and I got to try it last week, and no shocker here, they are amazing. The premium ingredients for the taco bites include small farm spiced pork, grass-fed cheese, organic pinto beans, and house-made taco sauce. They're grain-free, gluten-free, and fully organic. You're going to love the taco flavor, but don't sleep on ordering these because once they're sold out, they're totally gone. The taco flavor comes in a three-pack or a six-pack of their 12-ounce bags. They're available right now for pre-sale, and they're going to begin shipping on April 26th. Go to snowdays.com upside and use the promo code upside for 10% off of the taco pizza bites plus free shipping. Again, that's snowdays.com upside and use the promo code upside for 10% off your order of taco pizza bites plus free shipping you can get free ground beef for life from upside friends butcher box i'll explain that in just a second but first i want to convince you of all the other reasons you need to be a butcher box subscriber especially headed into summer they deliver 100 grass-fed beef free-range organic chicken wild-caught seafood and more right to your door and then it can go right from your door to the grill if you want. I mean, the weather is starting to be that perfect grilling weather. So why not make sure your freezer is stocked with everything you need to keep that grill crowded? ButcherBox lets you create your own custom boxes of delivery. So if your family knows exactly what they like and love, like I'm a big fan of the fillets and the sirloins, I get a ton of those. If you're a seafood family, you can pick from the seafood. If you want a mix of everything, you can do that. And if you don't want to think, They've got curated boxes for you. All of them, whether you custom created or it's curated by them, have between 8 and 14 pounds of meat, and that's enough for 24 individual meals. You never have to worry about making a last-minute run to the grocery store before you fire up the grill because what you need is right there because you're a butcher box customer. Now, the ground beef, that's just a bonus. New customers get free ground beef for life. That's two pounds of ground beef in every order for the life of your membership. If you sign up at butcherbox.com slash upside, that's butcherbox.com slash upside to claim free ground beef for life. Here are today's three random things. My first random thing is penguins are black on their backs and white on their bellies for a reason. And that reason is camouflage. So from up above, it's black back ben, uh, blends into the murky depths of the ocean. So yay there. And then from below, it's white belly is hidden against the bright surface. So anything that would be looking up at the penguin's belly, it would just blend in with like the light from the sun. So I thought that was really neat. Nature is amazing. My second random thing is words form only 7% of our communication with anyone, including our spouses. Tone of voice accounts for 38% and body language is responsible for 55% of the messages spouses receive from each other. That might explain why I feel like I was really mean to you because I feel like tone of voice, like I made no effort. And then my body language was probably like arms crossed. I had an English teacher tell me We'll tell the whole class something in high school. I don't remember what grade, but it was all about using tone of voice and um, enunciating the proper syllables to convey a message. And the example that she used was driving, like if you're driving down the road and you're the passenger in a car and you say to the driver, what's that in the road ahead? 
the driver will calmly, you know, respond and say, oh, it looks like a tree branch or whatever it is. But if you say to the driver, what's that in the road ahead? Then the driver is going to panic and slam on the brakes because you think there's a head. And for whatever reason, that specific, like I can remember it was Mrs. Cook and I can remember, I can even remember what she was wearing when she told that story. That's so weird. And I have no, I have no earthly idea why, but it, she's That's like. so weird. Do you, is she still alive? Do you know? Um, I doubt it, but who knows? Like when I was, was going to say that would, I'm, I'm sure as a teacher, she would think that was a neat story that you remembered that or creepy. Hey, I remember what you were wearing once in 1989. <laughs> Weird. And my third random thing is Ray Kroc, the founder of McDonald's served in the same world war one ambulance unit as Walt Disney. And those are my three random things. One week from today, one week from this moment in time, Callie, we will be in Washington, D.C., and we will have already given our presentation to the Olympians and the Paralympians from Team USA from the past two Olympics, from Beijing and Tokyo. Now, they gave us the option to do like a PowerPoint presentation and all of this stuff. We're not going to do that. And I feel like... I know that people do PowerPoints like in the business world and a lot of people thrive on that. I feel like we are just going to be our best selves talking, like having a conversational chat. A conversational conversation. A conversational conversation. I should probably not say that during our speech. But am I wrong to think that like we're podcasters, it's a cool industry and we have cool stuff to say. So you know, us getting up and talking about the points that we've come up with, like it should be, you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like we're not being, I feel like we're being intentionally not buttoned up and uptight about it. Well, I believe in no offense, if you're a person who gives presentations for a living, because I think there's two different schools of thought. Like if you're, if you are selling something, right? If you are, if you need to put charts up that compare different things that you can't convey with the spoken word, mm -hmm. then like a graph showing the profitability of, of widget A versus widget B, mm -hmm. you know, then a PowerPoint can come in handy. But our whole presentation is about podcasting. And so I feel like we're doing a disservice to what we're talking about by supporting it with visual aids. Right. Like we need to. Yeah, because that's not our. Like if medium. we if we were doing a presentation on PowerPoint and we didn't use PowerPoint, you know what I mean? And we didn't use slides of some sort. Right. To support that, people would be like, why wouldn't you do that? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, so I've, I don't know. But we're, it's totally, I hadn't really super thought about that. It's just kind of the way it happened when Jeff and I like plan what we were going to say. And we're actually speaking with a third person. So it's going to be Jeff and me and this guy named Chris. And, um, so I, we just planned it all out. And then I realized at the end that we didn't have any sort of like aids or anything like that. And I was like, Oh, I wonder if we should feel like 
no. you know, amateurish. And then I was like, but that's not what we do. We talk for a living. Right. It's like what we do. Um, and I wish that I could say maybe when we get there, I'll be scared, but I'm not scared. I'm really excited. Good. I think our biggest issue challenge that we're going to need to overcome or, or address or whatever in the next few days is we're both so passionate about podcasting that it's easy for us to over talk mm-hmm. and it's easy for us to to kind of start delivering the 200 level course or even the graduate level course when we're just kind of doing intro to podcasting mm-hmm. we've we're going to have to we need to rehearse for sure. We need to rehearse, but we also need to reel that in. Like we need to make sure that we're not overwhelming anyone. Our goal is not, our goal should not be to teach this room full of people how to execute a flawless podcast. Our goal should be to convince this room full of people that they are capable Mm-hmm and deserving of a great podcast. And when they create that, they can make money from it. They can increase the reputation from it and they can advocate for whatever their cause is, whether it's their sport, whether it's a a belief that they have, a cause that they stand behind or an opportunity that they had that they want other people to have. I want them to be excited to know it's possible and true success from this presentation will come from people contacting contacting us after the fact, asking us more questions. Yeah. If we don't get any questions, that means we either A, overwhelmed them, or B, didn't convince them. Which is going to be, okay, now I'm scared. That's the scariest part is like, how long do we have to wait for people to reach out and say, hey, that was really awesome. And and maybe some of it will be instant. Maybe people will stay behind and be like, hey, I have a question about this. Um, if we get some sort of engagement, I think that will definitely be the test of it. I'm a hundred, like I'm thinking in my head, we do the presentation on Monday, right? Mm-hmm. And then for dinner that night or like an early happy hour or whatever, we in my mind, we go down to the hotel bar or like the lobby bar or whatever, and Ellie's going to be with us. So it'll be early, you know, like mm-hmm. we'll have Ellie ta- and we'll get like a little snack or whatever. In my mind, people are gathered around our table, like Olympic athletes, Paralympic athletes are gathered around our table trying to to get more information out of us. And we are, we are holding court these these. Elite athletes are passing Ellie around from person to person to keep her busy because we are so busy explaining the the powers of podcasting to these people. I've got that so built up in my mind that if it doesn't happen and we're just sitting by ourselves in the corner of the hotel bar eating, you know, sharing a basket of chicken fingers with Ellie, I'm going to be sad. I have... Two notes for you. Yeah. Three, actually. Yeah. One is I feel like I need you to lower the bar. I, I need you to I know. know that no one's going to talk to us. So when one person does, 
that would be stellar, fantastic, super awesome, whatever. Number two, um, we will not be passing my child to anyone. I would never hand over I my child. These are a I Okay, pause. This is the vision, right? So I'm just asking you to amend your vision. Number three, you should not order chicken fingers when you're going to be shaking people's hands. You order things that you can like eat with a fork. Those are my changes. Um, I agree with one. I agree with, with three, but I'm not going to waver on two because that kid, Ellie, is not getting Olympic level sports energy from you or I. That is true. These are the the best athletes in the country. These are elite athletes. I'm going to rub her against some of them. Like if we're all in the elevator together, like I'm going to just like, like, you know how you used to do with a balloon, you would rub it against your hair. I'm Mm -hmm. just going to rub her against some of these people. And there's a, by the way, if any of these people are walking around with their medal, you can be a hundred percent sure I'm asking Ellie to take a picture with a Paralympian or Olympians medal. Um, also you will be delighted to know that we have been officially invited to the happy hour that they're having. So, you know, we'll have time to mingle. Thank you for listening to the upside with Callie and Jeff. There's a store that I don't really like. And one of the reasons I don't really like them is because they don't have a great return policy and I'm just all about the return policies. So I haven't shopped there in, I don't know, three, two and a half, three years. It's been a while is my point. Online store or old fashioned brick and mortar, go in and buy something store. Online store. Yep. So I stopped shopping there for mainly for that reason, but I just, I just don't like it. Amazon ruined it for everybody. Well, it's not even Amazon, but like, I'm sorry. If you have... This particular company, I think, was in California, and their turnaround time for returns is seven days. I can barely get it, but it was seven days from when they shipped it to you. So it's like... Oh, so it has. if it comes in on Thursday morning, you got to try it on Thursday at noon and put it in the mail Thursday afternoon. Yeah, and I just think that's slightly yeah. ridiculous. So they may have changed your policy. I don't know. Anyway, so two days ago... I get like six emails from this company saying that I have a store credit for $200. It's like 180 something dollars. It may either they messed up and they have been and I got it multiple times. And then every day it's like, hey, reminder, use your gift card, use your gift card, use your gift card. Um, I have not shopped there in so long. And I'm wondering if my return just now went through for three years ago. Is it, or is it, or are they trying to remind you to use your gift card because it's about to expire? I didn't even know I had one. I know, but like, that's what I'm saying. Like if you, if somehow it fell through the cracks, right? Yeah. And you forgot that it existed. Mm -hmm. I think, and I might be corrected on this, but I think like, stores have to make some attempt to notify you of the expiration of a gift card or they have to take gift cards. I forget what the rule is. Here's what it says, though. It says your gift card is now available. Oh. It says, hi, Callie. Here's your $188.62 gift card. Treat yourself or send it to someone else as a gift. Huh. Like at every day they email me that and they're like, don't forget to use your gift card. Don't forget to get so. Why aren't you saying the name of the company? 
Um, because I just don't believe on like crapping on on companies. Yep. Well, I kind of want to know what company is randomly sending out 188 bucks to people because maybe <laughs> I want to get on their list. Hey, Jeff. You don't have to play this. It's just for you, or you can play it. I don't care. I didn't like that caller, like saying she wanted to punch you or whatever. And I don't mind when you guys, you know, talk through your stuff because it makes you relatable. It makes you feel normal. I'm, I, I guess maybe I'm used to it. Um, I don't think it's not upsidey. You guys are doing a great job and figuring out parenthood is hard and figuring out you now you working from home and Callie doing this and that. Like, it's all an adjustment. Give yourself grace. You guys are putting it all out there for everybody to criticize. So keep up awesome work. Keep being fantastic parents and podcast boosters. I'm enjoying it. I'm having a great time. Done is the number one ADHD online treatment platform that is on a mission to make ADHD more affordable and accessible for everyone. Getting a diagnosis for ADHD can range from a few hundred dollars to over a thousand dollars. Done is here to help change that. Because you're an Upside listener, you'll get your diagnosis appointment for just $99. After that, monthly memberships are just $79 a month. Membership to Done includes one-click refills, fast appointments, and flexible scheduling with your provider. Done's board-certified practitioners will lead the way through your treatment, and the best part is every Done practitioner is an ADHD specialist, so you're not rushed into a diagnosis and then sent off to handle it by yourself. Their goal is to find your ideal treatment plan 100 percent personalized for you and only you. If it feels overwhelming to get started, I know exactly how you feel. I was diagnosed with ADHD in high school, but I have to tell you, having the diagnosis has been so empowering for me and has helped me learn so many other things about myself. Done is available in more than 30 states nationwide. The time is now to treat your ADHD and it's never been easier. Make your ADHD a strength with Done. As an Upside listener, you'll get your first appointment for just $99 when you go to done.callieandjeff.com. That's $99 for your first appointment when you go to done.callieandjeff.com. ADHD done differently. I'm going to tell you, Jeff. Like I tell the little girls in my family, never, ever put someone, especially a stranger, but anyone else's comfort over your safety, that your stomach and or throat will tell you when something's wrong and you get yourself out of there as quickly as possible and as politely as possible. But even if you have to be rude, no one else's comfort is worth your safety. We do have a sixth sense. Our body picks up on little patterns that we don't even consciously see. So good job there. I hope you, just like us, will never know how many times that little instinct has kicked in and saved us from something. But yeah, other people will get over it. And um, you did what was right for your family, Papa Bear. (laughs) Love y'all. Bye. I 100% agree. Bacon has been a little off lately. Um, One thing that we started buying, which has made a huge difference is the thick cut bacon and the Publix brand. Um, I've tried the other brands. They're not as good. The Publix thick cut bacon, it's a little pricey, but it's so, it's so good. It, it cooks well. It's better than all the other bacons that we've been having lately. So yes. Okay. Bye. Um, keep the Yeti cooler. There's, it's like a wardrobe staple, little black dress that you don't necessarily wear all the time. But it's something that it's just like a a good staple. 
you want it to use for later because here's the deal, right? Someday, Ellie's going to have a big birthday party and you're going to put all the juice boxes in it to keep it cool because maybe you're going to be at the park all day or um, something else. But keep the Yeti cooler. It's an investment. You will use it at some point and you'll be glad you have it and move on. Right. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Nikki. Um, I was calling about the cooler issue y'all have. First of all, it belongs to y'all. Whether, no matter how you got it, it belongs to y'all. So it's up to y'all to decide what y'all want to do with it now. Um, secondly, and I may get some hate for this, you're paying for the name. Yeti is not any better than a lot of the other brands out there. They've tested numerous products. It's just another cooler. It's really not worth the money that it is. And once again, it's y'all's now. So it's up to y'all what to do with it. Okay, bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff, this is Kelly. Kelly, I just want to give you a heads up. So a lot of the symptoms that you're describing on air are those that I've had over the years. I also have Hashimoto's um, and also was extremely exhausted even with thyroid medication. One thing that I was recommended was to do a sleep study. They found that even though I thought I was sleeping through the night, my brain was shocking my body awake about 36 times an hour, so I really wasn't getting any rest. And with that, they put me on a CPAP machine. Now my incidents are down to two to five per hour. And just the difference that little change made was huge in my life. So something that worked for me that may work for you. I wish you all the best and y'all have a great day. I wish I had known that this too shall pass. You feel bad right now? You feel pissed oh, off? You feel angry? Yes, this good. too shall pass. Oh, great. You feel great? You feel like you know all the answers? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel like that everybody yeah. finally gets you yeah, and yeah. Uh, there you are? Yeah. This, this too, too shall pass. pass. Ooh, good. Time is your ally and if nothing else, just wait. Just oh. wait it out. <laughs> 